Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hello, I'm Pete Donaldson from Absolute Radio, and I've somehow said yes to this. These gentlemen who are looking after me are uh, incredibly professional and wonderful. But, uh, Christ, we're high. But it'll be okay. It'll be okay. You ready? Yeah! Let's do it. Up to the edge for me? Yeah. Let's get them toes over. Three, two, one, bungee! Never write them off, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the World Cup Ramble, sponsored by Bet365. My name is Marcus Speller. Luke Moore is here. <sighs> and Jimmy Campbell. Guten Tag. You can never write off the Germans. Yep, you can't never. do it. No, I've you forgotten that. You cannot do it. If you did, you're a fool. I've and forgotten I- to because they haven't given us an opportunity to write them off for a while. Yeah. Um, so I forgot that you weren't supposed to do that. And I started to do it in my head. Can I just say, yeah, I'm the same. In my living room yesterday, yesterday evening, <laughs> I spent about an hour and a half writing off the Germans. <laughs> and it's come back to bite me as well. You fool. So if you're listening at home or on the commute or wherever you are, as a Sunday, so you won't be commuting, but maybe some of you will be. Yes. We share your pain. Unless you're German and Listening, in which case we say congratulations. Uh, congratulations. <laughs> I couldn't even get it out. It's stuck in my craw so much. <laughs> I was going to say, if you're German and listening, congratulations and fuck off. <laughs> Stop this. Yeah. yeah. The last yeah. time they had, they didn't reach at least the semi final of the World Cup, 1998. 
Amazing. It feels like they've had their one now, doesn't it? It feels like... They're going to be away now, Jim. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like they, they've, they've had these couple of games to see what the problems are in the squad that just need a little bit of ironing out. Mm-hmm. They'll probably you know, blitz South Korea in the last game. And then... Uh, just business as usual, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. And by the way, just in case uh, anybody's unclear, this is not some sort of little England uh, German. It's it's this is the team that always wins. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That that's why you everyone, know people... everyone wants to see one of the big dogs go out, right? Yeah, yeah I think so. Love has, re- has reached at least a semi final in every tournament he's managed Germany in. Yeah. Amazing. So I mean that's that's the context to this. Yeah, exactly. Well, as I say, ninety eight, the first time, the last time that they, they didn't reach mm. at least a semi final. Um, a little bit of World Cup trivia though, before we get stuck into the game, we are currently witnessing the longest ever start to a World Cup without any goalless games. It's, it's been it's been um, you know, unbelievable. The really. nineteen fifty four World Cup had no goalless draws, but there were only sixteen teams in a total of twenty six games played. Now we, we, we've got more than that in this one. It's it's a wonderful tournament so mm. far, and don't believe any dickheads that tell you otherwise. I, I feel I feel I, that um, with 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 German thing, you know, I said on Twitter yesterday that, of course, Germany experienced a moment there that we experienced against Tunisia, and it's a, mm. it's a funny thing because you can immediately relate to what those German fans were going through because it's something that unites us all. A last-minute winner for your team in a, in a, in, a, in, a diff- in an important game is a is a raw emotion mm. and a raw feeling that, that actually unites us all the world over as football fans, and that's one of the great things about it. On the other hand, Germany have had too many of these already, and, and they should be dishing them out to other teams. Well, that's the thing, like the, the, you know, when you look at the facts and so on, as we just said the thought of Germany at half time thinking are they going out after two games? Because yeah. we talk about Peru and Morocco and all these other sides, and you think, ah, mm. oh, you've got to go into the third game with something to play for. That shouldn't apply to Germany, and of course it doesn't anymore. No. Um, but but to see them on the ropes like that, go down to Ted Man, we will talk about Boateng, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, and then to dig it out, if there is any... If, if, if Germany can find any other ways to prove to everybody that you can't write them off, they know how to win, and so on, then I just don't know. Yeah. It, it's incredible. That free kick... I mean, what's, <laughs> what's been sort of lost about that is almost what a good goal it is. Because you're just so class. shocked by it going in. The, the, just the bend on it, the power on it, the, mm. the height of it. It was just, Tony Cruz had to, basically had to hit that exact spot from that angle. Any other time in the game, he's probably crossing from there. Mm. He's probably not going to shoot. I, I, think, but, I, think, I think the studied um, execution of it yeah. was, was, for me, the most impressive thing. Because obviously top level footballers, certainly attacking footballers, can pick a spot and they can do that type of stuff. But for Cruz to to have the the presence of mind after the first game, which they struggled, and he struggled personally as well, in my in my opinion, mm. for him to say to his his teammate, "Look, this is what I want you to do." I mean, you saw him do it. This is what I want you to do. Responsibility. Do that. Put it there. Put it on that spot. And this is what yeah. You know, this is what. And watch me. Essentially, either watch me do the rest, or this is what I'm going to do. I can't speak German, so I couldn't lip read. But and and so and he and he was able to do that in the in in the ninety fifth minute of a game that really. To all intents and purposes, they had to win. Well, it's yeah. incredible. It's I can lip read German, and what he actually was saying is, "Watch me whip, whip, whip and watch me yeah. celebrate." Yeah, and, 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 and he got it right. And his celebration in front of the um, in in front of the, the everyone's uh, celebration in front of the Sweden bench, they were actually saying, "If you lip read, um, we respectfully enjoy this moment, <laughs> and we wish you all the best for the rest of the tournament." We hope it's <laughs> us and you, 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 you <laughs> yeah, that yeah. go into the next round. I yeah. think is what that. Yeah. Uh, uh, um, older member of staff I'd say so, was, yeah. was saying uh, it's fair to say I think if the Swedish manager um, Anderson um, Jan Olof Anderson a great name as well uh, indeed yeah managed to get hold of that man there wouldn't be much left of him and, and it's funny isn't it because in 1990 I've heard I, I, well I heard Chris Waddle I think it was speak after 1990 and it was either him or David Platt one of the two when England lost that semi-final against West Germany 
And um, I think they were selected for uh, drug testing afterwards. Mm, that's and right, you have yeah. to wait around for ages because you're so dehydrated, you can't actually pass urine. And he said that the two Germans who were selected, even though they clearly were really excited to be in a World Cup final, they sat there like good as gold, quiet for the yeah, whole time. I think time it was and Waddle. Didn't, and didn't celebrate till they left the mm-hmm. doping room. Um, or the doping control room. Doping room, something different. Uh, and, 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 <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, and yet... It makes me sad how far we fell, Germany, <laughs> because that was not on display yesterday. But I don't blame them for it because it's part of the part of the pantomime. Yeah, that was. By the way, that was the last time England reached a World Cup semi final. Yeah, let alone with, with Germany, you work it out when they were uh, last in one. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that's how you do it. Yogi Love will be rather relieved. Yeah, won't he? He's looking very svelte, isn't he? You I mean, he yeah. often has, but he's looking particularly terrible. Garbs though. Terrible, yeah, like, I, I, garments, I think he's looking think? looking a bit. Um, it looks a bit hippie-ish. Which we've not really seen from him before. He, he, I think he's looked suave, I have to say. Yeah, I think it's a bit midlife crisis. Mm. And I would know. Trust Fine me. biceps, though, I'd say. Yeah, but he's, a, he's you're working with professional athletes every day. I mean, he's going he's to be... Do credit where credit's due. Listen, yeah, I, I actually think this applies to that. I don't think he does deserve any credit for what he's wearing at the moment. All right, well, he's a lucky little melt then. Um, will Jimmy Will Jimmy Dermaz regret giving away that free <sighs> kick? He's let down gyms everywhere there. Yeah. Yeah. Is it <laughs> nice to see a Jimmy the in there? Is it no, nice not in this case. No, it it's not, is it? Yeah, I mean, it was nice to have a Marcus in there who nearly mm. scored and should have been we given a penalty. Absolutely. That was, crying that out was another astonishingly inept piece of refereeing. Yeah. It's terrible. I mean, one, the referee should have given it. It's easy. It's easy if you've got a basic understanding of the game that um, he's not going to f- go down. What do you. The, the thing I'd like to say to the referee on that decision particularly is what do you think has happened there? <laughs> yeah. Because he's in on goal. He's not going to not shoot. He's not going to not put his boot through well, the he ball. He did sort of get a shot. But he away, couldn't because he, he, his, his whole upper body mm. was like horizontal. <laughs> because because Boateng, who, again, an in an interesting interpretation of how to defend in the World Cup game, which I'm yeah. sure we'll come on to. It made it impossible for him. Yeah, let's talk about Boateng now. What on earth was he doing? I all around like a maniac a, the whole game. This is a World Cup winner who, who you know, not that long ago was considered by many one of the finest centre-backs on the planet. Yeah. And and yet marauding forward, but in a, in a fashion that was was not befitting to a, a top class centre half. You know, it was irresponsible. He gets sent off with with the second booking was a rash challenge when his team is desperately needing a result. I mean, they seem to be better when he was not on the pitch. But they were better. They it's were just, better. It, it, it's it was it was sort of. This is a player that doesn't normally do this. I wonder what on earth he's playing out there. I, I wouldn't unless, unless he's been doing this for Bayern. I've not been really. Has he been sort of asked to play in this strange kind of Beckenbauer style role, where he's just bombing around all the time as some sort of nod to their history, and it just isn't working? Because well, it, it was a very strange performance. I don't remember Beckenbauer getting caught out of position. Well, no, I mean I'm not in, saying he's playing it well in his entire career yeah. as much as Boateng did in that game. I, I, I wouldn't. I, I don't think Boateng has played as much for Bayern Munich over the last couple of seasons. Mm-hmm. I'm not entirely sure what the reason for that is, whether it's form or, or injury or unavailability or whatever. But this style um, of performance, this isn't. He's not the type of defender. He's not the type of defender, as far as I was aware, that you would think. Oh, he could have a little rush. Oh, of Marcus, blood. based based on that game, he's finished. At the top level, he's finished. Mm. Based on that game, we're not talking about Sweden being a brilliant team going forward. By the way, yeah, yeah, mm. we're talking about whether whether he was asked to, to perform a role um, by Yogi Love as an extension of what Jim's just said there, where Love has said, "Look, they, we don't rate them going forward. We don't. We're not. We're not worried about them going forward. So I want you to go in and join the attacks. Give us an extra man. Maybe he particularly rates him as a passer or a decision maker. I mean, he shouldn't do based on that, but maybe he does. <laughs> but I mean, it was an astonishingly poor performance. I mean, everything he did, it seemed, was was bad. 
which was really bad. I mean, decision-making, positioning, passing, lack of tackling. Uh, I mean, Not he, getting sent off There would be a situation where Germany would be set up in that almost like basketball-type attack f- f- sort of formation where they'd have players dotted around the penalty area and they're knocking the ball back and forward, trying to drag Sweden around and create gaps, which you see top teams do. And then from nowhere, off the left side of the camera, Burton would just come marauding in. <laughs> and you're like, what are you doing? What? He's trying to entertain us, and in a way he did. Oh, get me involved. We Give should, a go. We should yeah. really thank him. Yeah, we should, because he, I mean, but the thing is that they've, they've had a touch there. I was saying to the guys, uh, to you guys earlier, that if, that, if, England, if an England defender had performed like that, <laughs> we'd have lost about 4 0. Yep. He would have been a national pariah and never play again. What's actually happened is. They've um, they've still won the game. He's suspended for the next game now, which means they'll be better without him, and he'll probably come back and be good again mm. in the quarterfinals. Well, yeah. Hummels was injured for this game, so they might have a little <laughs> bit of a problem at the back. Although, mm. hang on, it's Germany. They they'll, be, they'll be absolutely yeah. fine. Yeah. Now, this is obviously completely hypothetical and not a real accusation, but it was here we go. It was like watching someone trying to throw a game almost, wasn't it? Because it was so chaotic. Yeah. It was so like it, well, it was it's like like you're playing FIFA and. You're a bit bored. Pete's on so, tactics. Yeah, uh, it's you and Pete on FIFA, and Pete's going, you know what, I'm going to try and ruin this, just because it'll be funny for me. Uh-huh. Yeah, Pete can't do anything for more than an hour without get, uh, getting really bored and doing... Is he up to an hour these days? Well, sometimes. Blimey. Yeah, it was, it was like Pete was in charge of tactics. Pete was controlling Jerome Boateng. Yeah. I'll tell you something, though, so turning our attention to Sweden, if they were just a little bit slicker yeah. uh, up top, and I understand their shortcomings, and they've done very well to get to the tournament and and already have a win under their belts, and they're, they're absolutely gutted, of course, and scored a lovely goal to go one nil up, although slightly deflected, but still. Um, but if they were th- th- that little bit slicker, and 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 you know there was a stat going around that when they were down, Germany were down to ten men. Sweden kept the ball. They only had seventeen percent possession. Yeah, they really did. I understand that Germany have suddenly turned the screw and they are coming forward and coming forward, but Sweden. Well, that gives you a lot, just lot a of... slightly better pass, slightly better decision. See out the game. I think they had the ball in the corner up the other yeah. end towards the end. I mean, Maybe the, just... the guy shot, didn't he? Yeah, yeah keep it there. And, oh, and Luke, there was a one in there. I mean, this is slightly. This is a different uh, uh, period of the game. Towards the end of the second half, I forget who it was. Had the chance to shoot. Uh, from maybe just inside the box, and he took a touch, and he took. Yeah. And I was screaming, "Bang it!" Yeah, 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 and yeah, yeah, and yeah. do you know something? There's been a, nothing annoys me more in football when when someone has the chance to shoot, and they oh, I'll just take another touch and yeah. another, and it's gone. And you think Dithering. we'll never know yeah. if they could have scored that well, chance. And L- Lozano got away with it against Germany, didn't he? He did. Um, let me tell you something. If you are the type of player who is not normally in the penalty area and doesn't normally shoot, and and is perhaps more of a defensive player or whatever. Therefore, you should definitely shoot if given the chance. People often think, oh, we need to take a touch and say, no, no, no. It doesn't matter. Because if you're actually a lesser player, I think you should definitely shoot because the chance of you jinking it past the defender and all that kind well, of stuff. Well, you know, on that, on that subject, and we'll come on to Jimmy Dermaz in a minute because that was an incredible situation as well in the context. Uh, Alan Shearer did some really interesting stuff on the BBC yesterday evening where he said he was talking through how, as a striker, you you take, you take approach one-on-one situations and, you know, different things mm-hmm. you do all in the fraction of a second, you look for a keeper movement, all that kind of stuff. Um, and he said at the end of that particular little monologue, which was what I found fascinating, um, he said, but if there's a situation where no one's blinking first, yep. where nothing's happening... Get your head down yes. and smash it as hard as you can, yep. as low as you can. I, uh, and, 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 that, and that is what people, I think, and that's why Shearer's got five million goals in his career. <laughs> yeah. That's what people, I, I, used to, I used to play with a guy, obviously, he's not a World Cup player, mm-hmm. but just if you indulge me for a second, I used to play with a guy who wasn't, a, I won't name him because it's unfair, he wasn't a very good player, mm-hmm. but he could kick the ball 
the hardest I've ever seen. And at amateur level, like Saturday, Sunday level, he would get 30 goals a season. Yeah. every Because every time he got the ball in the penalty era, he would smash it as hard as he could. And, and sometimes you, you wonder whether top-level players on that type of stuff just need to go back to basics a little mm. bit. That's just, what Jimmy Greaves used to say. What, what was the secret of your you know, fabulous goal-scoring record? He went, oh, I just get as close as I can and let rip. <laughs> 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 but I, I really want to just quickly cover this Jimmy Derman situation. Yeah, of course. Because he, he puts in... When I saw that in real time, to me, it was a textbook example of it's late in the game, you've expended a lot of nervous energy leading up to the game, you're tired, um, and so you're going to have a bit of a lunge and you're going to think, do you know what, I'll bring him down here, we'll get back in position, we'll, we'll regroup and we'll be able to defend it with numbers. And then I thought the fact that Jimmy Dermaz only came on the pitch in the 73rd minute. <laughs> I thought, really? You should really be shepherding them out here, especially if you've yeah. got a defender behind you I was going to say, the, the cover, it was, I think it was Seb Larson actually. Did Larson not he was go fuming. mental he was at fuming. him? He was yeah. He was absolutely fuming. But there, I, I wonder, it's easy with hindsight, but only two players in the wall. Yeah. Just maybe have that third, yeah. but then I suppose everyone thought he was going to cross it. Ah, oh, you're damned if you do, you're damned I, I, if you don't. I, like, that ball was going in. Yeah, like whatever they'd done, it was written in the yeah. stars. But uh, Tony Cruz was. I mean, he stood up, he stood up and stood up and got counted when when he had to, and and um, he's thirty three to one with bet three six five to win the golden ball at this year's tournament. Uh, now ten pound returns three hundred and forty pound. If it happens, I mean, the German fans will probably be wanting to get it already. Uh, I'm just going to put Sank out there to the table, and you Here guys, can, you guys can indulge or you can just just chuck it back at me. Uh-huh. I wonder if the keeper should have saved that. I think. I think with the way he moved the ball and the, the angle it was at, I think. And I'm, I'm, I don't know I him, obviously. Do you know what? But I wonder whether the keeper Olsen is secretly a little bit annoyed, and, did, and, and, and the event is, and mind. the event itself has overshadowed the fact that mm. he probably could have got something on. This. I think it's probably the pace of it and the bend of it has taken him by surprise. And also, I wonder how much you know. Teams feel this narrative as well. We're all sat there at home thinking, oh, it's Germany, one all, needing a win with a free kick in the last seconds of the game. Surely they're going to score. Everyone was thinking that. Yeah, they were. Yeah. Everyone was. Absolutely. And even I think the possibly was... even the keepers <laughs> yeah, thinking that. Yeah, subconsciously, exactly. I've got this in. Yeah. Well, Olsen had a pretty good evening, uh, really, for Sweden. He very good made some good Gomez. saves. Yeah, absolutely. Same yeah. height as um, uh, you bet presenter Matthew Kelly as that's, well. That's what we, we found out that, yeah. Yeah, didn't we? Weird. It's yeah. a weird thing to put in Nice mention for Kelly, though. He's not even on the TV, he's on the TV for like 15 <laughs> years. Strange one. He this can't think of any other tall person. <laughs> yeah. But at least she's on the telly now. Yeah. Think of something a little bit more current than that. Yeah, I quite like it, though. Yeah, okay. um, yeah I'm into but it. I know what you mean. It, it was the keeper's side. You know, the wall is meant to cover one side, and he didn't go that side. I just, do you know what? I just think top level, it's a great goal. I'm not taking anything away from Cruz. He's a fantastic player. He looked a little bit short in the first game. He, he stood up when it was counted in this game. He's a fantastic player. It was a fantastic goal. But I do think top-level keepers, when they see that from that angle, I think he takes a step that he perhaps wouldn't mm-hmm. wasn't that helpful, which made it harder for him. And it's easy. These are all in the blink of an eye. You yeah. know? And we're not top-level keepers, so yeah, we don't yeah. know what goes through their mind. But I think he might be a bit annoyed with himself. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure he will. I'm, but I'm but sure they all collectively way. will. Of course, yeah. But let me put it another way. First minute, he saves that. Yeah, maybe. I think. Possibly. But yeah, great strike and so on. And I think that everyone was just thinking, sure, just seeing Germany wobble so much yeah. uh, and then and then dig it out the bag. Um, and you would imagine, you know, they'll beat South Korea. Even well, though that goal... Means they're still in it. Kept South Korea alive. Yeah. We need Sonny. And we if, need Sonny Heung-min to, to, to yeah. do the business for us. It, it, indeed, yeah. I mean, if, if Sweden... I, I've, I've worked this out, and I, and I think I'm right in saying this, so forgive me if I'm missing something glaring here. If Sweden beat Mexico 2-1, which is possible, yeah. unlikely, but it's possible, and Germany win 2-1, then all three teams, uh, Sweden, Mexico and Germany, will be on the same point, same goals, and same goals, uh, same goals scored and same goals conceded. 
And obviously yeah, they've, right they've all me, beaten yeah. each other, so head to head wouldn't come into it. Right? Mm. Would it go to foul? Would that Boratang red card? <laughs> oh, that would be that would be delicious. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. Right. Well, in the second half, uh, we'll uh, we'll mention uh, South Korea and Mexico, of course, and uh, the little matter of Belgium beating Tunisia five two. See you in a moment. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. He didn't mean it. <laughs> he did. Um, uh, Do you think he did? Ronaldinho? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, okay. All right. Just <laughs> Welcome back to the World Cup Ramble, everybody. Yeah. Um, South Korea, they lost to Mexico 2-1. Mm. Um, as I said, with that uh, scenario that could play out, that, that goal from Sun right at the death could prove, prove vital, but it's unlikely. Um, but they are still alive, just about. But uh, Chicharito scored his 50th international goal. I was pleased for him. To yeah. win the match. Yeah, it was a beautiful moment. It was. And he's put two really big shifts in so far he already. It's exactly what you'd expect of him. And, and he's delivered. And he's got a goal as well. I think he deserved it. When we think of this Mexico side, we think two words, counter yeah. and attacking. Mm. I thought you were going to say, when you think of this Mexico <laughs> side, you, th- you think of two words, beat England. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, their story is really interesting, isn't it? That this whole fifth game thing, that they've been out of the last 16 so many times and they want that fifth game. That's the thing that they're Yeah, I found that, that really, fascinating. Uh, yeah, yeah they've, they've reached the last 16 uh, six times. This would be the seventh time in a row at World Cups, but they've not gone further than that. No. It reminds you of Real Madrid before, uh, was it Mourinho took over? They used to get to the last sort of 16 or whatever yeah. it was of the Champions League. Um, but it's, I don't funny, think Mexico it? are going to win the next three World Cups in a row, though. No, <laughs> but you, you do feel like, you know, if England hadn't won it in 1966, would, would, you can see how we might have a similar narrative to that. You know, it wouldn't yes. necessarily be, be about, like, we've got to go and win it again. It would uh-huh. be, all right, we need to get further than we've done before. You're right, and I know you didn't say it in the context of this, Jim, and it was very fair to mention 1966, but I don't like you mentioning it on an England game day. No, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Because it's um, the boys need the the boys needed to channel that all themselves. You can't you can't yeah, dilute it. Take yeah. away um, from it. Th- and you're speaking about it, um, Mexico <laughs> always getting through the group but never getting any further. It looks very likely that they're going to play Brazil in the next round. <laughs> well, not necessarily. Well, they'll probably win their group, won't they, Mexico? Yeah. Well, Brazil could still win theirs. 
because they're on the, they're on the same points true, as Switzerland. Yeah. True, but uh, they play Serbia next, though. They do. So Mugs going trying to predict yeah. this stuff. Anyway. Yeah, the politically influenced Serbia national football team. Yeah. <laughs> uh, less said about that, the better, yeah. perhaps. Um, but uh, uh, yes, uh, Mexico with their sort of counter attacking and so on. Uh, Lozano's having a good tournament. Slotted uh, Hernandez in quite nicely. The three of them breaking. Hernandez, um, Lozano, and Vela. They've all got a goal as well. Yeah, they've all, yeah, they have indeed, yeah, but it, it just looks lovely on the yeah. counter, doesn't it? Quite well balanced. They look menacing, they, they look creative, uh, and so on and so forth. Vela didn't think his penalty, which was annoying. I was yeah. a bit annoyed at that, I have to say. I was thinking that because it took quite a while for the penalty. Well, every single set piece takes ages for some reason in this World Cup, and uh, the penalty took a long time. And I thought, I wonder if he's going to dink it. And I wonder whether he thought he might do. And then he just, he just sort mm. of thought, nah, it's taking too long here. I need to get it out of the way. Nice to see Rafael Marquez come on. Yeah. Although he nearly <laughs> well, gifted uh, mm. a, a goal. I mean, Son said in the last game that he, he was a bit disappointed that he didn't try and take it by the scruff of the neck at all. He did have a couple of opportunities. A little bit unlucky in the first half, well blocked. That second chance, though, that Marquez sort of presented him, he d- didn't quite take it, you yeah. know. Uh, got his goal right at the end. Yes, they are just about still alive. But again, he, he looks... Far and ahead, their best player, doesn't he? I know that's because that's clearly the case, but it's the, it's a problem that there aren't as many up to his level in there. Who yeah. Mexi- in Mexico? No, um, Son. Oh, sorry, Son. Sorry, yeah. Because yeah. I was going to say, I think a special, uh, I, I like um, a special mention in terms of Mexico for Herrera and Guardado in the middle. I think mm. they take things over very nicely. I think a bit underrated, really. But as, as for South Korea. I mean, you're right. They they don't seem to. Have, they're not. They're, they've sort of disappointed me a little bit. I don't really. I know what have, you mean. I don't really have any concrete reason as to why they should be better than they are. But for some reason, I just feel like they should be. For some reason, I think they're like they used to be a bit like Chile under San Paolo, You know, kind of swarm teams. And it must be the well 2002 thing. Yeah, I've exactly. got my mind. Just maybe. think of that still. They're now it's harmful th- to them too. They're now 33 to one to get out of the group. So a tall order. They need a big win against Germany. Uh, Ten pound with bet three six five returns three hundred and forty pound, including stake. Yeah. Um. Do you know there's been fourteen penalties awarded awarded at this World Cup. Six with with VAR. Eighteen uh, is the most that uh, World Cup has ever mm. seen in two It's going to smash it, Jim. You'd imagine. Yeah, you would yeah. imagine that doesn't include penalty shootouts. Obviously, um, the mood in the Mexico camp does seem very good. They seem to be uh, one of the sides that people suddenly get on board with. You know, perhaps a neutrals' favour or, or people's second mm. or, or third teams. Uh, one reason why Mexico are having a lovely time is that the team can eat red meat again. Yeah, well, thank God for that. Indeed. Well, in Mexico, a lot of the red meat produced is contaminated with a substance called uh, clenbuterol. Uh, clenbuterol, yeah. Clen bu- ke- yes. yeah. Clenbuterol, sorry, uh, which is used to promote muscle growth in livestock. But it is a banned substance that's apparently performance enhancing uh, for athletes. And in 2011, five Mexico players tested positive for this. Yeah, it's been in the wow. news. It's been in the news more recently because uh, Saul Alvarez, the middleweight boxer, yes. Uh, Faced um faced a ban for uh, for testing positive for it, um and got a lot of criticism as well because obviously top level athletes tend to have nutritionists and doctors around them and it's, it's it seems pretty fanciful that it would have got into his his system other than maybe through nefarious means mm. has been the allegation. Mm-hmm. Um, I I I personally think it's a quite a convenient excuse because it's a it is a, it is a it builds as you say it builds muscle growth. Um, so it's a bit of a bit of a it's been a bit of an or thorny issue in Mexican uh, Mexican sport for quite a long time. Well, they've not been eating red meat while they've been in Mexico. And that's, that's probably why they've had to do that. Indeed, yeah. but now they're abroad. They can uh, they can dive in. They can indulge. Yes, the team's nutritionist said we brought a lot of food and we also brought a chef to make every dish as the player likes it. We are making corn tortillas that taste like glory. I love that chat. Mm, <laughs> that's great chat. You know, that, that's the sort of chat you're getting from the nutritionist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Imagine what the manager's like. It tastes. What does it taste like? Glory. Glory. Oh, yeah. It's amazing. Powering themselves to glory through tortillas. (laughs) 
<laughs> Sounds like something my dad would say. Mexican is my favourite uh, type of food. Is I that say. right? Yeah, well, well, the good. England players eat their way to glory with fish and chips. No, bangers and mash. Bangers and, bangers yeah. and mash. Yorkshire pudding. Toad in the hole. Yeah. 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 yeah, no, everything comes in a big Yorkshire pudding. Yeah, I, like I, that. I might mind that. Yeah. Fabian Delph would be up for that. Yeah. He's one of the most Yorkshire men. Yeah. In, uh, in, that, in that squad, you would say, because there is a few of them. Uh, let's move on to England's group, Group G. Belgium beat Tunisia 5-2. Luke, Tunisia, not quite as good as we hoped they would be. <laughs> yeah. No, as I said to you before, Belgium yes. are a good side. They are a good yes. side, yeah. Mar- Martinez, men, have they put down a marker? I mean, they've scored eight goals in two games, which is impressive, no matter mm. what the opposition is. I understand that they're not the best and their backline hasn't been massively tested, but scoring eight goals in, in, in two well, games... Well, they should have had eight just against Tunisia. Well, Probably. Yes. You would imagine, uh, without sort of jinxing anything, because that stuff doesn't exist, um, that Belgium will likely need a point against England to top the group, because England would need to absolutely hammer Panama yeah. uh, to, to get back in uh, to the, the runnings with regards to goal difference. Lukaku has got four goals to his name. And as the, uh, the, the post-match uh, interview with him revealed, uh, or, or those who are perhaps a bit keener on the stats, it's the, it's the first, he's the first player to score two or more goals in consecutive World Cup appearances since Maradona in 1986. Wow. I thought that was quite Very nice. And, and Robbie Martinez, little Bobby. Little Bob. He's talking about resting players against England. Mm. So, I mean, that, that, and that's a delicate balance for them to strike because, of course, you want your players fresh and he was able to take off Lukaku and Hazard against Tunisia anyway, so they've only played for whatever it was, an hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, You've got to find that balance between um, keeping your players fresh but also maintaining some momentum. Mm. If, they, if, they, if they rest players and they lose to England, maybe comprehensively 2-0, two, 3-1 two or something like that, it's terrible for their confidence, mm. terrible for their position in the group. So he's got, he obviously is very confident that they've got enough players uh, going forward to win that game against England anyway. But, and I know this is going to sound fanciful because I, I embarrassed myself saying Belgium might struggle against Tunisia and they haven't, but... They can be got at Belgium. I mean, at the mm. back, they can definitely be yeah, got definitely. at. Yeah. I think that uh, the, the, the chat that Zabaleta and Drogba had was quite revealing with regards to resting players. Because Zabaleta was saying, don't rest players. Take all the momentum you can into the, the, into the last 16. And Drogba was saying, yeah, but you'd be knackered. And you can understand either way. You're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. Yeah. Because if, it, it, if England and Belgium say, don't rest players. Say Belgium, they didn't rest players. And they, and they, they was, you beat England. And in the next round, they look a bit leggy. People say, we should have rested players. You were already through. But as you say, Luke, if they rest players and they perhaps don't get the result they want they find it harder to pick the thing is up. these players and, and i know it's a long season with the world cup tacked on the end but these players at the top level are used to playing two three-ish times a week if, if not you, in that heat though for some of the sides yeah well some of them are. i mean you're playing the spanish league you are you, you, a lot of them will be playing a lot of games put it that way um and if you look at the world cup um scheduling what will they play so they played yesterday belgium if they win their group let me just check the thing They'll play. I mean, they've got the, they'll you play know, Monday or Tuesday. Yeah, which is you know Thursday against England. Yeah. So yeah, okay. So yeah, it's, it's only a, it's a game every what four or five days. Mm-hmm. So you wonder whether they. I mean, they're so good in terms of their recovery and stuff now that. Yeah. And and, and and you have to remember again to make it clear again. Hazard and Lukaku only played an hour yesterday against a team at the back who weren't up to much. Yeah, true. They sort the, of had a bit of a walk in the park against them. The thing is though, the margins are very very fine at World Cup, aren't they? So any any sure. perceived advantage you can get, and Martinez might be of the of the opinion that there is more of an advantage to rest them. Uh, then you, you're going to pounce on that opportunity, aren't you? I mean, it's going to be interesting to see who who he puts out. 
out against England because I wonder playing how, Lukaku at centre back. Yeah, <laughs> but I wonder how good that is for England if they play a weakened Belgium team because. It, if it's in the situation where England and Belgium have both qualified already, then you actually want a bit of a stern test. You want to see, you want to see how you deal with a Lukaku, how you try and sh- mm-hmm. you know keep Kevin De Bruyne quiet, that sort of thing. You don't necessarily want a kind of you know bit of a sort of dead rubber where you don't really learn anything. And uh, oh, De Bruyne will definitely play though. I don't think there's well, any look at the, when when Batshuayi came on, he could have had a hat trick. Yeah, yeah. So, so they do have quality, but I understand um, the point you're making. Uh, in the game itself, Belgium five, Tunisia two. One, it was a wonderful thing to see Kasri score and then get the ball back. 93rd minute with yeah. 5-2 down. Get yeah. what you're waiting for. <laughs> yeah. Love Come it. on. Do you know what I was really... Ref, fl- yes, please, 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I was really... I was pleased for him. You see his little face. He enjoyed scoring and getting a World Cup goal. Yeah. Because he's really... Um, he should have just celebrated, though. He should have just taken the moment to celebrate and enjoy the, the Dive goal. into the crowd. Yeah. Show <laughs> he's been their best player. That's what you were yeah. about to say, right? Yeah, he's, he's you know one of their sort of more brighter sparks, isn't he? Um, but there we are. But, you know, Tunisia, they had six shots against the England and they had 16 against Belgium which shows you that they were always going to leave gaps open at the back and Belgium very much exploited them. I think Belgium need a test more than England do purely because I think England are quite aware of their mm. own limitations whereas I think Belgium look a lot more top heavy but Belgium are 7 to 1 third favourites for the tournament now so £10 with bet 365 returns £80 including stakes should they do it. I think they're joint third favourites actually do you know what it's interesting to one. It, 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 when, if Germany had have sort of gone out or drawn and with Brazil not through yet and Argentina on the ropes as well, you do think, you look at those kind of, um, you've, you've, got, you've got the sort of top four side, you know, France not quite firing yet, and then you've got the next level down, which is sort of like a Belgium or maybe mm. Uruguay, perhaps Portugal, European champions, can't mm. run them off. Uh, and you do think, hang on, and it blows the tournament open. Yeah. But then Germany do that and people just sit and mm. slump back into their seats and yeah, go, yeah, yeah, here we know. go again. I think, I think you want a balance in a tournament like this. Of course you, want, you do. You yeah. want a balance where you have enough sort of big traditional so-called big teams knocked out to make it interesting and make it a little less boring but you don't want so many knocked out that whoever wins it is a bit of a crapshoot like you know oh god well you know the, the, the semi-final lineup was you know South Korea yep. Mexico and you know I don't know like Poland and Japan I mean they, they, I, I've got no, just no problem with any of those teams but it, it wouldn't feel as legitimate do you know what I mean but it never is in a World Cup I don't know. know I think if it actually panned out like that the excitement of there being a guaranteed new winner would be would be massive. It would, but you wouldn't. But what I mean is, I suppose that that's definitely correct. But on a player level, you're not seeing hardly any of the world's best yeah, players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, that, and that's a shame, I think, for a, yeah. for a big showpiece tournament that only happens every four years. Well, of course, the world's best player uh, that uh, you know Cristiano Cristiano Ronaldo wouldn't agree with that statement. Could be going home early, uh, Messi, of course. But let's have an update from from Argentina. Apparently, the players have gone to Jorge Burruchaga, the uh, AFA general manager, to complain about San Paoli. Are we given the Argentine? Camp, the camp that keeps on giving award. I think so. so yes. far, yeah. Well, reports suggest Burachaga has said the players can pick the team for the Nigeria match. I mean, <laughs> what could go wrong? We suspected that that may be happening anyway. Um, and you just sort of think to yourself, well, if you're doing that, then is there any reason for Sam Paoli to still be there? Because it's not like he's a great motivator. They, I mean, honestly, it's got to the point now. If this is true. Um, and, and let me finish actually what I was going to say because former Argentina player Ricardo um, Guisti um, uh, Guisti sorry uh, reckons he spoke to Burachaga about all this and said the players will decide the team that's a fact if Sampaoli wants to sit in the bench he can do it if not no problem <laughs> we are literally at the place now if that is true where they would be better having an intoxicated Diego Maradona on the bench than, yeah. than Sampaoli because Maradona would probably p- provide a bit well, of inspiration they, they would look to Maradona and because he's such a legend exactly in the and they'd be yeah. like wow let's do it for Diego yeah, and the country and all the rest of it just not working if the players are picking 
the team, and 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 if that's the I, case, Sampali just why would he still be there? I wonder which player it, players it will be that will be picking the team. Well, Messi and Dybala, maybe probably Dybala. What do you reckon? Well, it's not going to be Caballero, is it? <laughs> I'd love it if they had like an anonymous vote to pick the team each player, and it came out that Messi wasn't in the starting eleven. <laughs> <laughs> but this is one of the things that you get at the World Cup. You know, France have done it, the Dutch have done it as well. Like you get a team that implodes. We all thought that was going to be Spain, didn't we? Yeah. We all thought on the first day it's going to be Spain that are the ones that fall well, apart and fight well, amongst themselves. But no, Rio Ferdinand spoke quite eloquently about this, saying that you know when you're in that environment where you're all in. Um, sort of close proximity to each other for such a long time it can go either way you can almost become like brothers and you get so close which I think if, if the PR led spin is to be believed that's what's happening with England mm. or it can go the other way where every sort of perceived slight or problem or issue is magnified by a thousand times and that feels like what's happening with Argentina of course if you don't get the results as well that makes it even worse and that's yeah. also what's happening with Argentina so there's always a, ca- a high profile casualty at a World Cup at least one anyway and it looks almost certain to be Argentina this time around. Yeah, but it, it could still be Germany. <laughs> and let's not forget that. Go on, son. Yeah, let's uh, not forget that. Let's look at today's fixtures. England versus Panama, of course. England can book their place in the last 16. And we'll cover that game extensively mm. when we're back tomorrow because there's probably no point doing that. Today. Very much how, so. how are you feeling about it, though? I am a little bit nervous. Again, I, I'm going to refer to what Luke said. I'm not going to start saying, yeah, I'm feeling good. And by well, the part time people listen to this, we've drawn one all. We have got <laughs> our best bet, which is for England to win both halves. Our best bet with Bet365. So keep an eye out for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but well, tomorrow we'll cover the game in detail because we'll be back uh, again tomorrow. Yes, <laughs> indeed. Never, never ending, is it? Indeed. Uh, Japan versus Senegal. Win for either side would be a huge step towards the last 16. And uh, enjoying Senegal, we saw yeah, their... Been, I was uh, impressed by them. And uh, did you like their training? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's one of those things that if you don't enjoy that, then you have a bin for a heart. Absolutely. Quite In the frankly. words of the great Gigi Buffon. <laughs> Who's sadly not with us at this World Cup. No. Let me quickly <laughs> uh, add that last bit to the sentence. Poland versus Colombia. Both sides need a win. Poland were very angry with their performance versus Senegal. Colombia, you would think, would would begin to fire with with Hames and Falcao and so on in there. It's an intriguing match, that, because they've probably... You could argue they're the two most disappointing displays so far from from teams in terms of what's expected from them. Colombia's is obviously due to circumstances because of Carlos Sanchez being sent off, yes. so we can't really see the best of them when they're playing for ten men with effectively a whole game. And Poland just we we surely they have better than that, and they they both have to wake up. So this could be a really good game. I right? think it will be, and I think um, Poland are going to be a difficult they're going to find it difficult they're a victim of, of circumstances here Colombia will almost be resetting themselves mm. saying right our tournament starts now mm-hmm. got to win these next two games um, and Poland might feel, feel the brunt of that I think I thought tactically against um, Senegal they were very very poor they didn't, they didn't use their, their biggest asset in any way shape or form and they've got to put that right for this game but having said that we have seen a few quite a lot actually personnel and tactical changes between the first and the second game already in this tournament so we might see that from Poland again uh, as well quite possibly um, our best bet of course uh, today uh, from yesterday which comes into play today is England yes. uh, against Panama but Luke what is our best bet bet 365 today well I quite fancied this one I said I'd be sprinkling them in throughout the tournament which, which obviously I've been doing I, this caught my eye Spain v Morocco um, I thought I might go for Diego Costa to score first for Spain against Morocco at seven to two, mm. um, fifty pounds re- 
turns 225 panicking state should he do it um, you must be over the age of 18 to gamble and do gamble responsibly um, all uh, proceeds go to Prostate Cancer UK and for more information on all this go to begamblerware.org um, that's our best bet at Bet365 another one in the, in the can um, Diego Costa to score first for Spain against Morocco in the final group game lovely and we'd like Morocco to at least get a goal to mm. see a smile on Harvey Renard's beautiful face well, we, we definitely would like Diego Costa to score first to get ourselves yeah we don't want Morocco to score first no no way but we'd like to score them, for them to score after Costa yeah, gets that they can score as many times as I like after exactly <laughs> Exactly. All right, lads, let's get out of here and go and watch England. Thank you very much for listening to the World Cup Ramble, sponsored by Bet365, everybody. Um, it's been a pleasure. We will be back tomorrow, of course, talking about England, hopefully with all smiles and, and songs and, and whatnot and so on. <laughs> all smiles and, and, some... and songs and whatnot. <laughs> That's what we're all about on this show. Uh, it's the World Cup. It's the World Cup. It's the World Cup. Yeah. Say goodbye, Luke Moore. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Jim Campbell. Goodbye. And it's goodbye from me and goodbye from London. Goodbye from London! London, goodbye. That clip of Pete's funny, isn't it? Bungee jumping for the mm. first time ever. Doing it for the kids. <laughs> Doing it for the kids. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, hey, I'm Jimmy Bullard and this is me old Mac of Venice. We're back together, son. How are you? Hey, Paul, hey, great to be back working with you. What are we doing here, though? We're starting a football club in podcast form. The only thing we know, it's called FC Bullard. After that, it's all up for grabs. So, we haven't got any players, we haven't got a kit, we haven't got a club badge, we haven't got a stadium. Correct. FC Bullard. Welcome to the club. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.